0: Welcome to episode 1049 of The Sleeper in the Bus. It is Monday, May 9th. I'm your host, Paul Spore, and today it's a special guest episode with a longtime friend, Ian Kahn. You may know him from Turn, but you should know him from Fantasy Baseball because while he is a wonderful actor, he's an even better Fantasy Baseball player. Ian, it's wonderful to speak with you. How are you?
1: Hey Paul, it's so great to be back with you. Uh, I always think back to my very what feels like my very first podcast <laughs> guest appearance which was with you and Jason and Justin was producing at the time. And mm-hmm. we did we did our sh- we did the show and we did like an hour and a half and then it it got ruined somehow like it didn't save and then yes. we came back the next day and did it again. But on that day, I said to my wife I was like she was like you're so happy. I was like, well, I just did like kind of like the the top podcast in fantasy baseball, and I think I can do this. And then that sort of started me in this process of doing more podcasts. And now I have my own Having podcast. Your own, yeah. Yes. Well, it's not just mine, but with Nando Defino and with Derek Van Riper, uh, the Athletic Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We're the Under the Radar Show. Uh, which we do it now Wednesdays, and it's a fun show. It's a good show. It's a great People... show.
0: It, it, the, the the trio, you guys work so well together with the different personalities and vibes. Uh, it's awesome, and yeah, so it is on The Athletic there on their fantasy show. It's the Under the Radar episode on Wednesdays. It's a must-listen. You should be listening to that whole episode throughout the, or that whole show throughout the week, but the Under the Radar episode, if you make time for one, you will not regret it. And like I said, you have become a fantasy stalwart in short order. I remember having you on that very first time, feeling devastated when it didn't save. We've all been through that. <laughs> I always say that's a rite of, rite of passage. Until you go through an episode that either yeah. corrupts or doesn't record for some reason. Um, you don't have a podcast yet. Like uh, it, it just seems to be a right of path. Even for the people that have the most on it, producers and Justin is is great when he's producing. It wasn't. I'm not blaming him. Actually, I don't know it's that just,
1: Justin was. I, don't, I. It may have just been the three of us. Now that it might think have
0: just it. been me. Let's be honest. Let's not. Yeah, I throw think. And now that I Justin's Let's like, oh, yeah, he's like, whoa, 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 don't come, don't come taking shots at me. It was probably me if I have to be honest. By the way, you can be found on uh, Twitter at IanCon4. That's your uh, baseball account. And it's at 4999 that followers. We need to get to five G's. That's easy. That's not even a goal. Like 50, a, I mean, fifty, know. fifty two hundred should be the goal right now to get you two hundred and one. I mean, that should be off rip. I mean, come on, folks, what are you doing? You got to follow Ian. We're going to get into a bunch of stuff. You do have a great prospect focus. You are an amazing dynasty player. Uh, Not to sell short your year to year, though, because you're the 2019 Tout head-to-head champion and 2021 AL labor champion. So let's not uh, pretend that you're just a dynasty guy. But I am going to use that dynasty mind of yours. To really get into some prospects. Uh, But let's first start with Jorge Mateo. And like I said, he's bounced around. He's almost, he's a journeyman at this point, I think you could say at 27, but he's landed in Baltimore and his numbers aren't jumping off the page with an 89 WRC plus. But I look at the eight steals and that tells me Jorge Mateo has some fantasy value. Nine. Did he get one today? No,
1: he got one too. The game is going and he has nine, nine steals.
0: What, Look, do you, what do you I, see you, here? Nine steals make some fantasy relevant on its own, but what, what else do you see here?
1: I He was a guy that was a top prospect, not a top, top prospect, but he was a top 100 prospect when he was first mm-hmm. starting out. It always had like a Billy Hamilton comp to him. It was like, this is the fastest guy that's coming, right? And then the Yankees had him. They traded him as part of the sunny gray deal to Oakland. He kind of toiled in Oakland for a number of years, ended up in San Diego. And then the day that he got dropped, dropped, by the San Diego Padres and picked up by the Orioles. I think it was on under the radar. And I said that in that moment, I said, I will have Jorge Mateo on my AL labor team next year. I'm sure of it. And they're like, why? Yes, I do. $3, $3, $3 for Jorge Mateo this year. Um, Similar to the $3 for Cedric Mullins last year. I'm not saying that Cedric Mullins and Jorge Mateo is the same $3. Not saying saying that, But, but, but what I'm saying is that, and watching him this season, He has that job. They like him very much. The the beginning of the season, he was playing five out of six games. Now he's playing every game, every Mm -hmm. game, every game. He's in the lineup. And, you know, some people are saying, you know, he's not a good hitter. Well, I kind of, I'm not saying he's a great hitter. He's not a great hitter, but he's a pretty good hitter. He puts really good at bats up there. He doesn't walk very often. So he's not ideal for OBPs, but his average just at the moment is, 245 okay now 245 in other years is not very good 245 this year year is not that bad to go along with nine stolen bases and 94 at bats if we extrapolate that out just let's say he gets 500 at bats but it looks like he's probably going to get 600 bats. let's say 600 at bats i'm not going to say he's going to steal 54 bases but i'm I'm also not going to say that he's not on pace to steal 54 bases (laughs) if he plays that many games exactly yeah. So look, I, I just, you know, people, people sort of are like, well, you know, he's not great at, he stings the ball. He's not Billy Hamilton. He hit a ball 440, 430, 440 feet for a home run the
0: other day. Maybe you, was, you know, the comp I like a little bit more is the Jonathan VR one that kind of fits here, especially with him having been in Baltimore recently with maybe a little less power. So like better than Billy Hamilton, but but maybe a, a Jonathan VR Jr type but he could have that kind of big season uh, in 2019 VR played every game in Baltimore went 24 40 again i'm not putting out 24 no, for I mean, mateo he's not 24 but if you put out 11 11 and 50 even at 240 would be amazing the league average right now Ian is 232. So yeah, people need to understand that a 242 has fantasy relevance right now with nine steals. And I agree with you that the hitting is a bit better than what we see on the sheet right now. It's 334 career plate appearances. It's still about a half season or just over what we would what would be a half season. So I, I have a hard time quitting Mateo. So I'm I'm with you on this one. And I like I like the call out.
1: And it's also look, it's also he was a guy you could get in in main events uh in the 20th round right as the main events went on you got them in the 18th round and i got this the one place i don't have them is in my main event team which i'd be very happy to talk about because it's so much fun first time ever playing in the main event
0: i would Uh, love to get into that yeah yeah i I,
1: more than prospects right now it's all more than prospects in my life right now it's all about nl tout al labor and the main actually i think the main event is first because there's been so much time where in the main event, um, and my team is Ness and Dorma, Robert Mershak and I, Robert Mershak, who I talk about oh, on the show. Um, mm-hmm. he, he convinced me into it. He was just like, Look, let's just do it. Every I'm time so we play, about that. yeah. So and and there was so much talk about well, the you know, the fantasy industry guys don't play. I prefer trading. I prefer a league where if I that, have yeah, 65 points in hitting, I can use that to get pitching, right? I prefer that, but I was like, you know what? I'll play, and in the point of Mateo was um, Vasquez was available in the 18th round, so I took uh, Vasquez at 18. I forget who I got in 19, and I think it was Kluber. And I thought that Mateo would come back to us in the 20th, and then he got snaked, um, and so we didn't get him. It's the only league we don't I don't have Mateo that I can think of. Other than, it, by the way,
0: you are 16th overall. Imagine if you had those extra steals.
1: Yeah, that would be good. We 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 were at twelve as the day started, and we're in the league with Dussault, which some people. Who's fourth, thrush- by the way? Yes, he's fourth. So he, I think, has about one hundred and twenty-two point five points, and we have one hundred and twelve points right now. So mm-hmm. he's he's leading us, but everyone's like, "Oh, what about?" And Tyler Young is also in the league. Yep. And he was. Everyone's like, "Wow, what a tough draw!" I'm like, "No, that's what you want. Exactly. You want to play against the robot." And put yourself up against the
0: robot. And I want to see, see where how, I'm at. Yeah,
1: I want to see how good I am. I want to see yeah, my, in this form. My format.
0: league is a bear, and like I love it. Yeah.
1: So you know we're 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 having a we're having a great time. Every at bat, every you know, Jordan Montgomery is just not getting wins, but he's pitching great. He's pitching George, very well. Yeah, yeah. especially he, the team. The team is so much fun, and we have Sale and Strasburg that we've been carrying four strikeouts. later, hopefully. And we're going to talk about Strider later. Yes, I'll I want to get into him. Okay, in, we can in, go right into Why don't we go into the fab from the weekend then? Because Yes, that, let's that, talk
0: about it ended up being a mini fab of Palooza. Let's move Strider to the top here because his middle relief appearances have been awesome. So he's been up and down uh, on and off of teams a couple times in certain leagues, yep. at least leagues that I can speak to. But now after a huge start and penciling in, to next week's rotation, or a or huge uh, middle or follow, I should say, four yep. innings of four hit scoreless ball with eight strikeouts, zero walks. The walks had really been a problem, but he has this brilliant outing, and they're looking like they're going to keep him in this role here, either as a mega follower or a flat out starter. What did you think of Spencer Strider coming into this week? And then let me know what you paid for him, or did you already have him? I wouldn't be no, surprised by that. I, by I had him. Okay, you did buy him this week.
1: I had him. Well, I had him two weeks, three weeks ago. Then he had one bad outing. I dropped him. Mm-hmm. We dropped him. And then we just paid for him again this past Sunday. And so here's what I saw. I picked up Strider um, uh, three weeks ago pretty much everywhere because I had watched. I, I, I have Garrett Whitlock and A.L. Labor. And I was like, you know what? I think with the new, with a short spring training, these followers are more valuable than ever because guys are going to go four All innings, labor. blah, 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 blah. So I was like, give me, give me, who's the Whitlock in the in, in the national league? And for me, the answer was Strider. I was like, all right, let me watch the stuff. And I watched the stuff and I just went, whoa, what? I'm sorry, whoa, what? So I picked him <laughs> up. Then he had that bad, he had that bad one, one, one yeah, Miami that he had. busted him. Yeah, kind of hit him really hard. And but but I picked him up in NL tout for like twenty-two dollars out of a thousand. And I was like, hey, I'm gonna ride this in NL tout. It's perfect. Because he's gonna give you four innings a week, he'll give you five, six strikeouts, good ratios, blah, blah, blah. Then last week he comes into pitch. He's a beast. And not just his arm. What I look at is as I talk, we talk about it under the radar, I I look at the soft information. I -hmm. watch guys and their energy on the mound. And watching him get a ball back is exciting to me (laughs) because he snaps that glove down. Give me that ball. Give me that ball. I'm
0: ready. And his mustache too, of course.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. We're right there. Boom. He's throwing at the top of his gun. His highest pitch is 101. He's living 98, 99. He's got a slider. If you go back and watch the eight strikeouts in four innings that he had the other day, his first, the first one on that video, because that's what I do. I watch videos. I watch videos as much as I can. Mm-hmm. There's a slider against Hunter Renfro, I believe, that moves about eight inches. It's Eight unreal. inches. It's ridiculous. And then the next strikeout is 101 at the top of the zone. Here's the thing that struck me. They got him up to 69 pitches this game. All the way up to 69 pitches in four innings, eight strikeouts, four hits, zero walks, as you said. And so I said to Rob, I said, we're going to we're going to go strong after uh, Strider. And he's like, you sure? I was like, yeah, we're going to have to pay for him. He's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but he's he's a middle reliever. I said, no, we're going to we're going to have to pay for him. And so what we landed on was eighty seven dollars. I said, look, eighty seven dollars. He's like, that's a lot. I said, it's it's right. And we may we still might not get him. But if we don't get them at eighty-seven dollars and somebody goes one twenty, I'll be okay.
0: You can tip your cap, yeah. Yeah,
1: I can just say, you know what? You see what I see, and you want them more than I do, and we're trying to keep up with the robot, and we know what the robots got left, and we don't want to overspend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe we should have gone a little higher on MJ Melendez to take for Yadi or Molina. We were considering that, and we went to I think forty-three, and he he sold for one twenty-five. So oh, he sells he sells that. for eighty-seven to us. We get him. Mm-hmm. The backup bid, the the second bid was like 40. And I was like, yeah, ah, maybe, maybe, maybe we were wrong. I then went through all the other main events, 130, 140, 126. And the yep. backup bids were 91, 92, back, 94. Like and I said, if I, if we lost 80, if we lost 87 to 91, that would have been heartbreaking. Because my theory is that Strider... It's going to actually, I'm not sure. I'm we're not sure we're starting him this week. We got him in TGFBI too, cheaper for 55 bucks, up bit of 33. But in the main, not sure. We're, we're sort of back and forth on do you start Strider in a five game week or do you go with Lorenzen, who's at Oakland, which is a really precious, pretty little sweet start, better yep. chance at the win. Yep. But, but, but the thing is, I believe that starting in about a week and a half or two weeks. Strider's in that rotation, and when he gets in that rotation, he doesn't leave, and he could be a difference maker for any team that has him.
0: That's what I believe. I I, I agree with all of that, because uh, I don't know if you noticed a familiar name on that list. When you looked at those Spencer Strider bids, uh, you would have seen it paired with another one, my friend Colin Weatherwax. We were literally right above you at 89. We felt that year <sighs> price was excellent. And uh, we had a 77 backup. So we felt plenty comfortable. Honestly, you were in an anomalous league where only one uh, person, you know, the, the, the runner up was pretty low. There were two others that were pretty low as well at 28 and 32. All the others were pretty high up there in say the 70s and above. So I think
1: uh, you and know, most it, winning it, bids were most winning bids were in the hundreds right one yeah 105 yeah, and, 120 and 130 i saw
0: one couple of 140s uh mm-hmm. there was only one that was sub 79 and it was a 33 three dollar win and hats off to that person because that's incredible to get strider for 33 i would a- a- actually say uh without knowing who's in it that that's a uh that that's a miss for that league like uh, 33 bucks. You're letting him go for 33 bucks. I mean, come on. Uh, I you picked get, him up in a 12 matter. team. I picked him I up, picked him up a in a 12 team. As well I, picked him up in,
1: I picked him up in a 12 team for 40 or so. Oh, and yes, the thought process is that again, he's not even going to start for me this week, but when he gets in the rotation, because if to get up to 69, you're just a hop, skip away from 80 and exactly. then you're a hop, skip away from 87 and then you're starting. And mm-hmm. then you're giving no, us I, five, six innings. And his stuff is some of the best that there is. It's It's like Helsley. It's like Helsley. Like get Helsley because even if he doesn't get the save, he's going to strike out everybody, and he's He's going to strike out
0: everyone. Ratios point one. A whip of
1: point. A whip of point one. At this point in the season, I got him. We got him in TGFBI as well for thirty nine. Backup bid was thirty six. So we got Strider, Helsley, and Strasburg. I picked up Strasburg. I'm a stupid Strasburg (laughs) student. stupid that's me i'm the stupid that's
0: the, it's one of your weak spots
1: yep stupid strasburg stupid nope that's me i'm stupid strasburg stupid i'm gonna just hold that spot i'm gonna let him ride obviously in an IL league it's easy but yeah. in in even in the main event we've been we've been we got him in the 22nd round we got chris sale in the 24th round and i remember um talking to dusalt afterwards and he was like because I called him, I was like, "Hey, we're in this league together." And we had met each other, and you know, he had sent me congratulations on labor. I had sent him congratulations on his ridiculous season they uh, had. Banana and, season, yeah, It's just tremendous. And so he was like, "Look, if you can hold until Strasburg and Sale comes back, your team could be really, really good." Because you're ju- the only thing that you're light on is strikeouts, and he's right; yep. it's the only thing we're light on. So that's why Strider comes in. Uh, you know, if Joe Ryan keeps, it, we'll we'll see how it goes. But but these are. It was I a like fun. It too much. Thanks. Yeah. I, I it, it worked out. It worked out. We just took Winker out of the lineup. That's it. But everyone else, you know, Rizzo's carried us and Glaber's carrying us. Judge is carrying us. Uh Mullins and yep. Mookie Rizzo's Betts.
0: And Unreal. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's Taylor been, Rogers. So you're yeah. getting crazy good saves out of him. Yep. And I really like this. I really like this pitching um that, that you've got. And you, and you do have a team that Actually, can can afford two stashes in Strasbourg and Sale. Might come a time where you got to cut one of them. Yeah. But right now, the way your team is set up and as well as it's playing, you are in that wonderful position, and that's a good position to be in. Yeah, very and, fortunate
1: uh, and very early. Let me just be very clear. Oh. I could come back on this show in three months, and you're like, how well, you went from fifteen <laughs> or sixteen to one thousand six hundred and twenty-two? No, no, no. no. <laughs> you're not.
0: You're, you, it would take something catastrophic. I, I, I was up in that area at this time last year, and you know. It's usually a good indicator of things. So I ended up 32nd. I'm very happy with that. I hope you guys even crush that and get all the way up there into that single digit at the very tip. Top. Let's talk about some other guys from this mini Fabapalooza because things still did pop off. So Yepes, despite the lack of a guaranteed spot, I think the fact that he was just absolutely tattooing the ball, uh, moved bids up on him. And I knew that was gonna price me out, unfortunately, because I love him. I saw him at the fall league, I became a fan. But Ian, I came up short because I don't see the the playing time unless they cut uh, uh Pujols and Dickerson, unless at least, at least Dickerson, unless he gets DFA'd. I just don't see where Yepes plays consistently. And that's why I, I tempered my bids. How did you feel about Juan Yepes?
1: I didn't bid on Yepes because I figured it was gonna be that kind of a number. I, I didn't bid on Miranda, I didn't bid on Lewis, um, I didn't bid on many of the, any of those guys really. Um or if I did it was like a dollar, you know, a couple of couple of bucks. Yepes, but do just you, about yepes. Yes. I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, no, um, no I was gonna do say do, you I, not, do I do I do not do like thirty dollar bids just in case you're the one league where they go crazy cheap?
1: Yeah, I, I, I can, but but this team doesn't the hitting is so strong yeah i really just have to save. we have to save them i mean money. you got owen
0: miller on your bench so I, yeah. I like i mean that's a hitter that most people will be clamoring for with with how bad hitting's been so i feel you in specifically with yeah, like we just F. can't af- we can't so if afford you don't have
1: to cut yeah i'd have to cut owen miller or we, we we had a bunch of bids in for brad miller the guy we wanted was melendez actually We yeah. kind of wanted like melendez, melendez to to pair with vasquez instead of melina and also jeffers was available in our league and heim was available in our league but we went late because it was like you know melina melina went deep i, I was looking into it when melina was out with it with a sick he was feeling mm-hmm. sick and stuff so you know we were looking into it there but then it was like you know what we'll, we'll go light if one of them falls to us we'll take it but otherwise we'll save the money but yeah, then we did pop Melendez up we did i think we got him up to like I said 43, but I think we went up from there even to 70, and then it went up to one it got taken for, he got taken for like 123 or something.
0: And that's, that's bananas to me. Like, it, well, it just is. I mean, he, we'll, we'll get into him specifically let's stay on Yepes. Sorry about that. And uh, No, no, it's, it's totally okay. Uh, Yepes in S- St. Louis, he's played since he's come up, Yeah, and uh that's been good. He's batting fifth, and he's raking but does he have the consistent playing time to... I, see,
1: I just wouldn't, I wasn't I just wasn't buying that he would, and so much of this game, you learn this and playing the onlys because now you're in NL a, a labor now, right? Yes. And once you play in those leagues, it's an old thing that Ariel Cohen, I'm not going to do an Ariel Cohen impression, uh, oh. but it's a, one thing that well, Ariel says, well, you know, wins. runs, runs is everything. Because without runs, <laughs> you really kick in. That, that's the one defining. so good. Thing. So, you know, and I, I really have that in my head now. And the only way to get that lead in runs and in RBIs is that playing time. And so Absolutely. for me with Yepes you know, same thing I was feeling with Miranda. Are you really going to spend this money now and then lose it? I just, I just, I'm allergic to that stuff. I want to get I, guys. I feel you. I want to get guys who, you know, people who spend ridiculous amounts of their money for a guy who comes up and then goes down. Now, look, you can miss, you're going to miss out if you're going to play that way. You're, if you're not willing to, but I want to see them do it. And Yepes did it. And Yepes hit a home run. I think Yepes home run on mother's day, you know, kissed to mom. And said, I'm going to hit a home run for you, mom. Is awesome, but there's still no book on Yepes yet. Exactly, and it, it, once there's a book, it's going to shift. It could shift. Yepes could be the exception. Yepes could be better than everybody. So if you got him for, I mean, I saw people were spending
0: big amounts of money. Uh, that, that's the thing. That was the separator for me because I like Yepes. Like I said, saw so him in the fall. He Got actual eyes on him. Not that I'm a scout or anything, but my comfort level was strong. And I couldn't really get into triple digits with this playing time. And I'm looking at it right now, only nine of the, uh, pardon me, 47. So yeah, all all the main events, Yepes was available. Only nine of them were under triple digits. And I tell you what, that Sunday homer, uh, Sunday homers and Sunday saves are the absolute worst thing. Sunday steal as well. Basically performance on Sunday, but in the key categories, homer, steal, save, um they'll they'll just push the bid up like 50 if not more like it drives yeah. it drives prices so much i guarantee that if he goes zero for four on sunday these bids are a bit lower yes. and and the max is not 375 was that the max yeah, 375 that was the biggest one with a 127 uh, uh runner-up and he, guess who he cut josh low who he probably already spent a bunch of money on and it's interesting that he would cut josh low for Juan Yepez almost not exactly learning the what I would say maybe is a mistake of of paying for these guys because you know Josh Lowe was a big outlay that people were spending upwards of $500 on.
1: Yeah, but see, I mean if Yepes is the designated hitter and if Pujols doesn't play anymore, right? And if
0: or just against lefties, I mean he can yeah. still cuz he is he is still hitting lefties to but Dickerson has to go.
1: Yeah, or Carlson has to sit. And if that yes, does I don't happen, think that's going to happen, but if it does happen, then Yepes will be worth that money. I mean, if Yepes yeah. is for real, 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 for if real. he is, then it's worth it. So it's, it's, it's just a question of where, you, where you're putting your focus and where, what you need. Like I said, with this particular team in the main event, we do not need bats. Owen Miller's on the bench and and I think Garrett Cooper's on the bench this week. Oh no, we put Cooper in and took Winker out just for these three games because I think Winker's going to face a lefty first and then he faces he faces Ranger Suarez into Aaron Nola into, to be decided. So the thought okay. process is Winker is going to sit against Suarez And then, although he might play, but he won't hit very well. And then he's going to face one of the best pitchers in baseball. So I'm like, you know what? Let's go with Cooper. Let's give Cooper a shot because he's not facing Zach Gallen. So, you know, so we got Winker and Miller on the bench. We're not going to spend the money on the bats. We need the strikeouts. Let's spend the money on Strider. That's where Uh, we're going to spend the money.
0: I prefer that uh, as well. I really like Strider, by the way. I don't mean to besmirch the person who spent that big money on Yepez because they drafted Josh Lowe. So they didn't, I, I implied there that they weren't learning from a previous mistake, uh, which was unfair and incorrect because they drafted Josh Lowe. So it's not like they even paid a bunch of money for him. They were just cutting him because he of course got sent out. That's uh, twins, because like I said, they had three guys that again it came down to a Yepezian type situation with their playing time. The two hitters, are uh, Jose Miranda and Royce Lewis, and they look like they could be great, but things are crowded. The news on Correa is that it's not as bad as it looks, it uh, mm-hmm. looked, and so it's not broken. He's not going to need surgery or anything. So, you know, not not necessarily out for more than kind of day to day here. We'll see if he goes on the IL retroactive. And then Kirloff coming back also further clouded mm-hmm. things for these two. Where were you on the two hitters, Royce Lewis and Jose Miranda? Let's start with Miranda, because I think with Sano's injury, folks were a bit more confident on him. Is that how you felt with Miranda?
1: Uh, I have Miranda for a dollar in ale labor. He was my last throw. Nice. I was delighted delighted when he came up because I need him him to play.
0: Why why didn't he play last year, by the way? Can I just ask that real quick? Why, Why do you think he didn't get a call last year at all? He was playing so well.
1: He really was, but they—they they probably didn't want to start the clock for him in Minnesota.
0: I guess so. And
1: guess they were—and so. they were setting him up to—to to play this year. I had Donaldson at third. I have Josh Donaldson at third and Miranda at corner with the idea that when Donaldson got hurt, mm-hmm. but this is before the trade to the Yankees yeah. and everything got got mixed up and 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 thrown around. Jose Miranda, as if you listen under the radar, you will know this is true. The cousin of Lynn Manuel Miranda. That's right. Um, and which, which I find very charming. So every time I see Jose Miranda, I think of Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, I, I, uh, I I wasn't going to spend on him anywhere though. I just, I, it's again, I don't, didn't, we didn't need him in that, in that. Yeah. In the main, in the main, we didn't, we didn't need him. Um, and also in TGFBI, we didn't need him. So it was more of a, um, it was like a, all right, well, I've got him in ale labor and I'm rooting for him already. And for Royce Lewis, uh I I don't think he's gonna be up for very long. And uh so I, I just didn't I didn't spend the spend the dough because I don't think they're gonna put him in the outfield. I don't think okay, that's what they'll that do was, with him.
0: You you read my mind because that was gonna be my question. Like, does Nick Gordon really need to be playing left field? Could that not be Royce Lewis? I guess the question after that, then if you don't believe that's the case, is how long can he be expected to put up, uh, you know, one sixty-six WRC and triple a and not get the call as a former number one.
1: Yeah, and and there was a moment where he, this weekend where he got a hit, and I was like, well, he really looks like it. when he got his first hit. I was like, yeah, that's the number one pick in the draft. And yeah. he's boy, talk about like the ups and downs of a baseball career. Oh, this for guy. sure. I mean, he really, he really has been. Sorry, I got dings going on here. No, um, he he's really uh, he's really gone through it, but. I kind of like Nick Gordon. I, I don't know. I own, also own him in AL labor. so
0: I, I kind of like him too, by the way. I just want to be clear. But I'm just saying if they made the decision that like they've seen enough in 267 plate appearances, which wouldn't be very fair, by the way. That's all he has for his career, Nick Gordon. I'm just saying they could do that. But Nick Gordon has no options. So they have to trade him. I don't think they would just DFA him. That would be a no, waste that of would be, talent.
1: That would be a waste of talent. He's he's also, I believe, a former number one first-round pick. Um, yes. The thing is also which is hurt. Larnick just hurt. yes. So,
0: Larnick did go on the IL. so that helped c- keep things. And that's why I think Miranda people made their choice Miranda or Lewis, but you had to believe that Lewis would be an outfielder possibly to want to buy in on him more. So that's why I put higher bids on Miranda personally.
1: but how many how, but how many games is he going to play a week? for Miranda? No, I'm talking about oh Miranda yeah, yeah, yeah. could play six. If I think Miranda, Miranda plays hits, every day pretty much. Yeah, he could. He could definitely with play every Sanoa. day with Sanau out. But Lewis, if he's up and he's playing three, four times a week, there's no use to that. It's like I Austin agree. Slater. Like, and it, still, I don't need it.
0: You need, like, those SBs to come through. And then, like, the, the half week that you sit him because he only plays two games, he steals three ba- bases or something. Yeah. You know, you get you get whipsawed uh, like that with a Royce Lewis, who's only playing four times a week. So I hear you on that. He's going to play every day until is back. And maybe things do get worse with Correa. So the people that took a gamble on him – Maybe they get paid off on that because the price went way down on him. And yeah, what then, was the price? Uh, what was Lewis. that?
1: Because that like 40 bucks or something, Lewis. I, I put, uh, in, sorry, a, I put had in a bid. Was.
0: Well, some people went sky high. The, uh, the top was 308. Oh. Someone went 285. There were four folks that went over 200, three more that went 125 to 150, and then everything else was 91 and below. With a large majority of them being sixty and below.
1: Yeah, that's what I would think, but who knows? I, Again, I was in the
0: forties range. That's what I was comfortable with. I
1: think we put a bit in, but it wasn't very high, and it was with. And, and there was another in GDD, which is a really cool league that I play in here in New York with great players. Um, I put in a bit of a dollar out of a hundred, just as a all right, I'm putting this in. So yeah, I will mm-hmm. put it. But if I don't need it, like I had CJ Abrams uh, that I was dropping in a, in a, in a redraft league. I was like, do I want to put in Royce Lewis for CJ Abrams? Like, am i am well, sure What's that really that's the any? difference, right? No. You, and yeah, Abrams might get you more steals. Ended up uh, getting Yadiel Hernandez, who I'm like pretty that. excited. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that.
0: In a, he, in a redraft he's swinging league. it. Um, I will say, by the way, because I got guys ahead of, uh Royce Lewis he actually ended up going 22 we were one of the cheaper leagues to Scott Jenstead. that's fine actually that's okay oh, that, I, I think that's a great gamble yeah. I'd have been like I said I was in high 30s low 40s with him I would have taken a gamble there but I got other guys and now I'm looking at Jenstead getting that and I'm like that could pay off very handsomely
1: I like or that and that if it doesn't game. pay off it's an easy drop who not feel bad 22. about yeah. it yeah that's right exactly
0: exactly all right let's get to Melendez you've already hit oh no excuse me the last the last twin Josh Winder I thought it was Winder, by the way. I heard Winder throughout that entire broadcast. So that's what I'm going with Winder, as in a sidewinder. Holy smokes, did he look good? Yeah. Um, The question, of course, is where does he pitch? I think the league, the, the main event said, the folks that didn't already have him, the leagues that didn't already have him, which was only 12, they said, who cares, the talent's going to play because his bids ranged uh, from 231 to 87 with only three of them checking in under 100. So there was excitement on, on Winder coming off of that brilliant start. It was against Oakland, but I mean, brilliance is brilliance. It all counts the same in our in our uh, you know fantasy leagues. And he's been excellent in his other games beyond that 22 and a third innings 161 era 0.72 whip 25% strikeout rate for winder what do you think of josh winder of the minnesota twins Ian?
1: i think he's worth he's worth uh worth a throw i mean because paddock does, is paddock looking like he's gonna get go on the injured list right now
0: i think he's looking like he might avoid it um but ober is on the list and mm-hmm. Bundy's on the coast. Bundy's list. on the
1: and and the way Bundy's been throwing, it's like oh my goodness, it's really been pretty poor. I yeah. have to say, he came um, back so, to the pack in a hard he, way. Winder, I mean, sure, I, I think it's a, I think it's a, a worthy, a worthy shot at it for sure. Mm. What did you think of him? He was not I, available I, in mine, so we didn't, yeah, even, he, we didn't even go into it.
0: He was available. I was very interested. My. Um, podcast mate justin mason was much more interested he's been tired of getting out bids so this week he put his chips in he was he was fierce he put 176 on winder with a 91 backup um he also went big on tyler wells 56 to 27 nick pavetta 56 to 23 he put his foot down on some bids to remake his rotation and while the winder bid is large compared to the runner-up at 91 i'm gonna go get your guys type of person and if he really believes in him i don't have a problem with that at 176 i think that's viable and he can find enough space between the injuries they have and the underperformance of bundy for winder to stick in that rotation
1: i agree i agree with that are you guys actually in this you're in the same in the same
0: league yes that's in vegas that's terrible it's I think I amazing actually I think it, I it was it was so good <laughs> we got michael govier in there too we got scott jenstead jeff zimmerman uh dalton del don dave potts it's a room and. The whole league is, is tough, but I'm just naming the folks that are in the industry that you would definitely know. Um, it's it's a great room. It's a great room for sure. All right, let's move on to Melendez. MJ Melendez. You said that you guys were hard targeting him. You raised your bids, didn't quite get him because uh, uh for your Molina bid, because he was going big bucks. Were you guys the league? What 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 price did you say he went?
1: I think like 140, 130, some somewhere in the I got one... a
0: 138 here. That must be your league.
1: What was the backup to it?
0: Um, hang on, let me. It's not your league because I clicked through. Uh, it's the 131, I think. Backup of 22. Is that you guys?
1: That, no, because we were we were higher on that. So, hold on. I can find it. Oh, 78? 78. 78 so I was wrong. I and I was 43. We were 43.
0: And the 43 gets it done in all but six leagues. <sighs> you just were Dang. in the wrong league.
1: Well, we were in the right league for Strider, but that yep. would have been, been good. I... I think Melendez in a two catcher league makes a lot yeah, of sense because I agree. that those Royals stink. I mean and it's they,
0: it's 4 to 8 weeks with um with Cam Gallagher's hamstring strain. Like he's out so, for a minute.
1: So so he's going to get his chances to play and to get him right. as your second catcher Instead of Yadier Molina, he's gonna play. It looks like he's gonna play every day because he's either gonna catch or he's gonna DH or DH. Yeah,
0: he's all. And then right Sal Perez is
1: gonna do the other job. So, you know, they 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 certainly need to find somebody. I think the the saddest thing for me over the weekend was Edward Oliveras because oh I God, picked yes. him up. I picked him up in Devil's Rejects. As the, wait, who was it that got hurt? Uh, what, the day, the moment Mondesi got hurt, I did the math and I went, "Wait a minute." If Mondesi's hurt, how are they going to flip this around? They're going to move Merrifield. Merrifield here. Yep. That's what they're going to do. They're going to you put Lopez it. to short, which is going to open up a spot in the outfield. Oliveras killed in spring track. I'm picking up Oliveras right now. So we picked up Oliveras immediately, and then we picked him up in every league that I picked him up in every league that I could get him. And I was going to, I would have gone if oliveras was well, not probably not in the main event, but in other leagues, I I was going to in GDD I had him originally for nine dollars, which is ninety dollars. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be super psyched about that. I picked him up for $9 in a keeper league, which felt large. It was last Thursday and we, we could have gotten Yadiel Hernandez, but I wanted Yadiel Hernandez in a redraft. And you want Oliveras you like. in, a, in a keeper league. You Absolutely. Can keep him for nine the next year. I, I really like I really thought this was it. now he moved into the leadoff position. he was getting hits he was stealing bases. he the kid I mean it was it's like it's like it's really unfortunate
0: actually. I, I feel brutal and I'll tell you if if he would have stayed healthy, I would have had the second highest win of the, well actually it's impossible to say because so many bids would have changed. but I had I had 128 in the chamber. Um, earlier in the week, ready to go, cutting yeah, him, cutting right. Akil Badu for him. And then when things came down, I went way down, in fact, to the point where he went in our league for the cheapest, which was a $7 unopposed bid. Our yeah. league basically balked. Or I got, for me, I had bids, but I got guys beforehand, so my secondary bids, you know, on him didn't matter. How do you it's pick him up? such a bummer on our How do you Quad yeah. string could be four to six weeks. I just can't do it. It was the first place team, Michael Gauvier, who can afford – maybe a stash because he's playing so well um, that picked him up and maybe that's what he's thinking. Although he does have Tatis and sales. So his stash list is getting large, but, if he can wait without uh, getting too hurt, that could be a boon. But and no, no clarity on it too. We have no idea. Well, we do exactly know he's where... on the IL now. I mean, that's okay, what we so know. that happened today, though. Yes,
1: so on he's Monday, on the I IL, and and basically, what I, I was all night last night. I'm like, what is the answer? What's going on? But I thought about it. I was like, all right. So it started to pull on him when he hit the ground rule double. Then he goes and he singles, and so it shows you he's hitting the ball. And yep. that's when he pulls up. So it was a problem earlier in the game that then took him out. And I was like, he's going to the IL. Yep. So I just, I just cut all of my, I cut, I, I cut all my bids on him. I just, I think yeah. we put in just, a dollar uh, for him or $2 for him in GDD because we could stash him on the IL. And I thought it would be worth that, but it just didn't. It, somebody, we, we got Yadiel Hernandez instead for eight, I think eight bucks or whatever. Which,
0: Which I like because the ADL is absolutely raking. But, yeah, I basically cut all my bids down to uh, high single digits and figured if I got him – because there were guys I wanted to get off my team. I was like, I need to get my list deep just to make sure. And if it's uh, Olivares, I'll try to ride it out. But I'm so bummed, though, because I was a big fan of him last year, and he was so up and down, up and down, up and down. And it's just so frustrating um that he was finally popping off. And then this happens to Edward Olivares. So. To
1: give it to give an idea of where we are in time, Nestor Cortez is now through seven no-hit innings it's with 10 me. strikeouts and four walks, but only, how many pitches is he at? 93. He's, 94, yeah. So it's going to be tough for him to get there. But I just got to give a shout-out to my partner, Nando DeFino on Nestor Cortez. Yes. He's been talking about Nestor Cortez for as long as we've been doing the dumb show. Yeah. <laughs> All he says, hey, oh, you know, Nestor Cortez, really good. I mean, Cortez, great. Just I good. think he's going to be special. And I was like, he just imitation. got DFA'd for the third time in the no. last three. He's like, yeah, no. people are stupid. Yeah, watch <laughs> Nestor Cortez. So, you know, Nando, that's why we're under the radar. That's why the show's under the radar. It's yes. because, Nando talks about guys before they become the guys.
0: It takes a while to pop off, but if you stick with them yes, and and you can remember, it's not even necessarily like drafting them all the time. Sometimes it's just remembering. And then when a guy like that starts popping off, you're like, oh, you know, he's been on it. uh, Nando's been on him for years. You know, another guy like that that paid off was Jed Jerko. He used to go Jed Jerko, Jed Jerko. (laughs) Then the year he hit 30, 2016, I remember he was popping off. And I'm like, well, Nando loves him. I'm going to give this a shot. And I picked him up in a couple leagues and he had that crazy second half. It was like in the second half when I picked him up, but he ended up being obscene. So, no, I love that. And uh, he deserves his love on that. And I got to give
1: love to my other partner, Derek Van Riper, who if you're listening, you know who he is. I mean, beyond beyond being one of the nicest men is just so dang good at this fantasy baseball game yes, and in yes. keeping Nando and I because Nando and I we always talk about it is like we're a sandwich and Nando and I are like <laughs> the meat and the cheese and like the and the mustard and the mayo and the thousand island dressing and and DVR is is the ciabatta bread that keeps it all together. Because I'll just say, uh, DVR. What is the numbers on that? And he goes, "Well, instantly has it." Yeah, boom. So it it just and he does far more than that. But it really is a good show. If you haven't tried it yet, it's it's excellent.
0: You don't even need to hard sell it like that. Most people are already listening. But I no, I appreciate that you're selling because they need to know. It's the Athletic Fantasy Baseball Show. It's the Wednesday episode under the radar. It's wonderful. All right, last guy um, for this week before we get into what the Fabapalooza is going to be highlighted with next week is Jaron Duran. He was up quicker than he than he was, you know, or back on quicker than he was here. It's the uh was it Abe Simpson going in and out of the bar gif that we see on Twitter <laughs> all yep. the time? Because he got called up. We're thinking, okay, here we go. And no, they're still gonna stick to J- Jackie Bradley Jr. because it was COVID IL for Enrique, and he came back off the next day and Duran was done, but created a buying opportunity as some people saw because. Jackie Bradley Jr. has been so terrible that some people still went pretty big on him. There were still four $100 or higher dollars really? wins wow. in the main event, which I think is that the backups were 19, 5, 33, and 0. So those people probably didn't alter their bids, would be my guess.
1: I guess, yeah. Because and, in my league, he went for 21 with a backup bid of one.
0: Yes, that, I see that. That was that, the same guy who got Melendez. That's that's a that's a solid, I mean.
1: Look, it's that whole and twenty one dollars is two bucks out of a hundred, right? It's yeah. not. It's that's okay. It's a good. It's a nice I'm little cool risk. Yeah. And and look, if and for the person who did one hundred and eight or whatever it is, dude, it might work out perfectly for you. Here's a guy who I'm a big believer that it takes a minute when you get to the major leagues to get acclimated. Oh yeah,
0: I think that's fair. And it, so it's last rare year to just come up and dominate.
1: Jose, there's only one Jose Fernandez.
0: Yeah, or That's like a Juan it. Soto, like it, it, it. You can name them, yeah, because like, it's so rare,
1: right? And those are transcendental talents, exactly. So Duran, I mean, look, he's got some. Uh, last year when he came up, he was shooting up dynasty rankings, ridiculous, mm-hmm. going up to in the in the one one hundreds, the 150s area, and and that was just based on like two weeks of of stuff, you know. It, it, to take it to a dynasty moment for a minute. That's when I like to trade guys, you know, like oh, trader sure. when they're
0: hitting the big spike out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. Just, I remember once I traded Cole Tucker for a first one when Cole Tucker first came up and I got like the fourth pick in the draft next year for him. Oh my God. And, and that ended up being Adley Rutschman who we're going to talk about soon. Yes, but we are. in that one minute where Cole Tucker, you remember those first like oh, three absolutely. games? Yeah that's when you move them and uh, my partner robert Mershak. oh uh, he i do that because of something on the show uh, robert Mershak uh called me up he said i just traded juan Yepes for a first round pick am i stupid this was a week ago like four days ago and i went no that's kind of what you got to do that's,
0: that's exactly what you do like it's not that those guys are never going to hit but you're maximizing the value
1: yes
0: like you know in terms of the odds and how it's going to play out Chances are his value will never be higher. You know, he's also that prototypical, uh, we're talking about Yepes here, 26-year-old, uh, or I think he's 25, you know, which is that prototypical late St. Louis guy. They always bring their guys. Yeah, the Luke world. Voigt. He's, he's 24, but yeah, like they don't they don't usually have the 20, 21-year-old. It's usually 24, 25, 26 with them. Um, but with Ran, he's 25. He had the brief period last year that did not go well. He struck out too much. This year, killing it again at Triple A. How much longer does the Jackie Bradley Jr. thing last, Ian? I love the guy; I really do. He's a fun player to watch when he's when he's cooking and he's actually hitting a bit, but that's just so rare these days. And he has a 64 WRC plus. Should they be playing? Um, should they be playing Duran instead? Should he have stayed up?
1: All bets are off in Boston. All bets are off. Then no one is safe. Really, Devers is safe. Bogarts is safe. Martinez is safe. Verdugo is safe.
0: That's it. But that's, that's really lost. it. Like I mean, yeah, maybe Vasquez too.
1: Yeah, well, but but Ploike getting time. I mean, Ploek is yeah, getting right. getting getting the play. It's the same thought with the Royals with Melendez, which is when your team isn't hitting, you do stuff. You know, Alex Cora exactly. said he's going to shave his beard. Why? You got to do something. <laughs> <You> got <laughs> to try something. something. Yeah, got to try something. something up. And so it seems to me that this situation with Duran. He he's back down. So, you know, we gotta we gotta wait a minute, but I mean, what are they gonna do with Trevor's story? As a Yankee fan, as a longtime Yankee fan.
0: Are you laughing? Uh
1: not laughing, but I'm not I'm not sad about it. I'm also not sad <laughs> that Larry Schechter paid eighty seven dollars for him in the F- fabapalooza at the beginning of the season in AL labor. That didn't make me sad.
0: Eighty seven out of a hundred, no zeros, correct? That is correct, sir. Eighty seven.
1: Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot to spend. But he needed some speed. And Schechter's a great player. So no yes. disrespect to Larry Schechter. The guy knows what he's doing. But um yeah, no, it's it's it, for look for the for the gentleman who paid $21 for Jaron Duran and has the stash room.
0: I like it. I That's like great. a lot. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Any anything honestly like 45 and under if you can afford the stash, I'm cool with um for the potential steals. I mean, if he gets 10 steals. Like that would be nice. So, Jaron Duran there. So, now next week in George Derby for Seattle, who then put on a masterpiece outing, and Alec Thomas in Arizona. Uh, a really impressive outfielder who I think can do some damage and and maybe infuse their offense to go with that pitching that they've had but let's talk Kirby because his debut was excellent six innings four hits no runs no walks seven strikeouts on 81 pitches just looked like he belonged instantly with 15 swinging strikes in those 81 pitches at the 19 percent rate I mean if he puts up another big start he's going through the roof. What do you think yes. about the 24-year-old righty George Kirby? He
1: is was my second reserve pick in A-Labor. AL so I have him in A-Labor. AL um Beautiful. so I have him for $0 in A-Labor. AL the problem is I've got no pitching to move and it, I can't it, the the labor rules are so strange that you can't yes. move guys in unless they get injured or unless they get sent down and the rotation Right now is, I just got to read it, is Robbie Ray, Garrett Whitlock, Jameson Tyone, Jordan Montgomery, Michael Kopech, Bruce Zimmerman, who I picked up. Killing oh, it. Just been, I love that guy in that ballpark. Ooh, yeah. And then. Mr.'s going back out with 94 pitches, by the way. Is he really? That's fun. Yep. Good, good. Because maybe they can get some hits, Yankees. Come on, let's go. And then Gregory Soto-Fulmer and uh, Craig Kimbrell. Who I had drafted, even though it's AL, we he was still with the White Sox when we drafted and we got him for 11 bucks. He gets traded to the Dodgers, kind of the best thing that could happen. But I'd have to drop somebody to put Kirby yeah. into the lineup. So I can't. And here's what's or, or yeah.
0: it sets up for an Ian Ian con trade, doesn't it? There was Conn. an
1: offer made this morning to Tristan Cockroft, which okay, Tristan okay. considered. It was Kirby and and uh Jose Miranda for a very, very good baseball player from him. <laughs> for I mean, a really good corner infielder that he was I'll not going it. to give me but okay uh, but you it, tried and i did for for a really good corner infielder and matt barnes thinking just give me barnes i'll drop him <laughs> i'm happy to take him i'll let him go just give me that corner and he's like Ian, i'm not giving you that i'm like yeah i get it but i thought maybe you might but you, you, need thought, the you thought he thought i went yeah you no oh at. no i'm I, that's why look i love i love playing in the main event didn't realize how much i would love it so much of my game is figuring out what other teams need and finding yeah. a way to make a trade with no, them. you're a
0: brilliant trader i i speak from experience like it's no joke when you call you're ready to discuss legit solutions for problems you already know what the team has like you are a model on how to trade not just grabbing what you want but saying yeah. hey this is what you need I can help you here. Obviously, I want something. It's not like you don't want anything. It's not like you're sneaky, but you just no. are really good at saying here, this for this, like this. I mean, this pretty much works. And there might be a little negotiation there, but my trades with you have been amazing. I love it. I
1: made a trade this morning in NL tout with Steve Gardner. He had an extra and I learned this from Fred Zinke, who I still say is the best trader in the game. Um I got on the I, I like to get on the phone with really smart players and learn from them. Um and so it's wonderful. Fred is beyond just a gentleman, just a wonderful player. And he was like, look what I did to win it. You know, right now I'm in second in an L tout 88 points to, uh, Phil Hertz, who's got 95 and then Cardi, I think is at like 75. So I got a nice little thing going, but I, but we, but I need a starter. So I traded for Patrick Corbin for $44 um out of a thousand. Yeah, $44 fab out of a 1000 for Patrick Corbin. I'm not going to start him this week because he's with the Mets and the Astros two start week. I'm not going to start him, but I'm going to pray for rain. And then I'm going to hope he gets a two-start week next week when it's a, I forget who he's pitching against, but it's a much nicer thing. And if Corbin can turn it around and I can steal a couple of weeks out of it. And the thing was, Steve Gardner, the reason I, this was the trick, Gardner had to drop somebody. He ah, had too many players. Go. So I called him and I said, you want to make a trade for one of the guys you're going to drop? And he was like, yep, I do. And I was like, great. And I said, he said, who do you want? I said, Patrick Corbin. And so we we made the deal. That's was, perfect. And he's got and lots like- of, he's got lots of starters. And I needed, I need another starter because Stroman just went on the IL, So it, it, it all, it all balances out. I forgot. I'm sorry. I forgot what the origin of that conversation Oh
0: more. no 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 We were just talking about um, George Kirby and how you were trying to trade him. Yes, trying and to trade Kirby. That's another brilliant start. I think you might start getting more bites on a potential trade, especially if you can go out yes. there and, and put him yes. on the market and say, "But hey, I didn't want to. I didn't want to wanna, a move.
1: I didn't want to drop Fulmer, and that would have been the drop. I'm no. not going oh, to drop by the Montgomery. Tell you, I, like, yeah,
0: I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but um <laughs> I'm not. Tra- I want you. I want you to win the overall if I can. But uh, and you're doing well. Fulmer was cut in your league and you have Soto. I just noticed. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, smoke. Fulmer you has did been oh, a lot that better. Is right. So, the person Listen, picked up Melendez you cut
1: him. You're welcome. Ooh. Uh, you know what? When we got to next week and we were looking through, I would have seen it. But yes, I know, I that know. is the one. No, but you are dead right because that is the one thing that concerns me on the team. Because we picked up Kennedy last week for like 20 bucks and then threw him I mean. in and got yeah. two saves and a win out of him
0: get any better than a two save and a win type of week i paid 44 for it with a 37 backup and i don't nice. regret that at all no
1: but he i actually think he's gonna hold that job i think he's gonna
0: get that job
1: because melanson
0: oh you think is, so well i do they have to go get him back then
1: go get him back that's my payback go get go get ian kennedy back all right if you can steal him back cheap go get him because to me and to everybody, and even in a well, 12 team, I don't know if I would do it, but 15 team, I'm definitely, I picked him up in a, he got dropped by in the devil's rejects, which is a 20 team. I used our waiver wire on him, dropped Oscar Mercado oh, wow. to get Ian Kennedy. Okay, like Cause that's it. the one thing we need. We need saves. All we have is class A, even though it's a 20 team league, because of the way it's set up, it's, it's all very tight. And we got Kennedy back. We got Kennedy in that league. I think Kennedy becomes the closer. There's another kid there who's actually throwing great, a lefty. I can't think of the name offhand, who also looks really good. But, but either, either way, here's the question on Kirby: It really depends on what he does. Who is he facing this week? Somebody really good.
0: It is somebody good. Who's I will him? say. By the way, Cortez lost the uh, lost the Nono on a base hit. It's Philly at home for Gilbert. Or excuse me, excuse me. I said Gilbert. Uh, Kirby is at the Mets. At the Mets. At the Mets.
1: Yeah. So okay. Let, so that's, if he that's a good puts challenge. up, if he puts up the same thing that he just did. What do you think he goes for? If he puts up the same number
0: again. I think that I think most of them start at 400. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Like some will be lower because maybe some leagues have spent and it'll be like 3 300s but like I don't think you're getting out I think the low end is going to be like 200 at that point. Like there'll be a couple of 200 somethings, a bunch yeah. of 300 somethings, and then a bunch of 400 and more if Kirby puts up another gem in Citi field. I just City can't. Field.
1: I can't put up 400, but I can't either. I, but but I can't do it. But I think you're right. I think that's where it, what it is.
0: I think because, that's yeah, what I it is. Yeah, if he goes six strong with another bunch of Ks, I think God. it goes through the roof.
1: I mean, do you see how fast he was throwing 98?
0: He looked he, amazing. And he looked every bit. The 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 major leaguer like he had yeah. the, he's got the same demeanor. I, the reason I confuse him with Gilbert, I think, is because I love both of their demeanor. Like they both look like they belong. And it's not that I think every guy that goes out there is like shaky, neat, or anything. But certain guys have that swag where they're like, I'm fine, even when things aren't going well, I'm fine. That's... Gilbert played it in a uh, White Sox game where the wind was blowing like crazy and creating all this havoc, and he never showed that frustration. And like that's a soft factor, but I put I put something into that.
1: That's my whole game
0: as soft factor. Well, you're great at it. You're, I mean, that's, that's part that's of what I, your I, training. And, as an
1: actor, I'm looking yeah. at the human and trying to understand what they're thinking. And what I want is I want Spencer Strider to say, give me that ball. <laughs> I, want, I want Kirby not to be nervous on that mound. I'm yeah. looking at closers like, how do you look in the ninth? Do you look comfortable? Are you comfortable or are you uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. I want comfortable. How are you when you go in the box? Do you look nervous? Like this why Joey Gallo is just somebody who I just can't get around because he just looks scared up there. Yeah. He might turn it around, but he looks scared. I want that steadiness. I personally meditate two times a day. And what I'm going for with that meditation is a sense of a, a grounded sense of self. I want to see that in baseball players. I want to see that I when that. I coach
0: little league, that's Especially- what I'm looking for. Especially with the one sixty two. You know, the day to day it's that's you can't right. just be up and down yes. at the maxes. You'll burn out. And that, I, that's why you need that steadiness.
1: By watching Michael Kopek pitch, even though I got him on my AL team and he's pitching great. He's pitching really good. Like one point one seventy array. Really good. Can't stand watching him. Just can't stand watching him. I just don't. Right. He's just, he's just, I just can't, I, I just can't, I just can't because it's, he's not nervous. It's not nerves with, with Kopech. What it is with Kopech is if you watch, he always looks like something bad's about to happen. He always like, looks like, oh man,
0: like, like he's waiting, he's waiting for the shoe to drop.
1: Yep. I he's want like, the I guy, guy who says, here. I'm wearing the shoes. They ain't going <laughs> to drop. <laughs> that's, I'm going to put them on your still face. That's
0: Dylan that's Dylan. Dylan Cease
1: with the mustache. Dylan Cease is a dude. Yes. I mean, there's oh, something about man. a mustache.
0: That's why I'm desperately trying to grow one and failing. But I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm doing my best out there. Um, let's talk Alec Thomas here, and then we get oh, one one little bit here.
1: We're, we'll we're good. Down. I got another, I got another little bit. Go ahead. Alec okay, excellent.
0: Alec Thomas in Arizona. He's actually somebody that I quite like. So I found myself in uh, Tout Wars head-to-head uh spent a lot of money early and it got a little bit away from me there were a couple extra buys joe musgrove and and i think pete alonzo that i was like whoa well, i i got a little ahead of myself there because i had bought soto and Betts and um uh aaron nola like i, I went uber stars and scrubs the, the mm-hmm. reason i lead up with this is because one of my guys was alec thomas i got him and julio rodriguez at a dollar a piece nice. figuring hey i'll take a shot nice. here because i'm doing such stars and scrubs so I got Alec Thomas now. I'm really excited about him in Arizona. Is there room at the inn or is he just here while Carson Kelly's on the IL and Dalton Varsho goes to catcher? What, what what do we think here with Alec Thomas is playing? Time? If Alec Thomas, and
1: then- this was when he was due to come up right here, right now. And actually struggled a little bit in the minors this year. He has not mm-hmm. been. Um, I called my friend James Anderson because I was trying to get Alec Thomas from Lenny Melnick about 2 weeks ago in NL Tout. I offered him 56 dollars fab because he had because he had overspent fab at the top I not overspent he he didn't have as much fab left as he as he might have otherwise had mm-hmm. and I thought so I called James and I said or no I texted him because he was he was on on holiday as they say and he was like he's like he'll, he'll be up but he has been struggling and I was like yeah he really has been struggling here's the thing about Alec Thomas I like him a lot there's another so guy in that like. system I like more Corbin Carroll. Yeah. And Carroll is a beast right now. He is destroying double A. Is and he coming
0: ag- up this year, you think? I mean, I I, I mean. They got to trade Peralta then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or no, but no, you just put Paven Smith on the bench. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. But or, or give Smith. Pavin Smith a little time at first base. Hey.
0: Okay, he's a that's baseman. fine because he's got a 122 WRC plus. He's got to play. Okay. Christian Walker does have the power, but that's it right now. He's got Name a 235 ISO, but an 85 WRC plus because he's hitting 163.
1: Yeah. So you could put Paven Smith at his original position, which is first base. I happen to have seen a video. If you want to go find it, I'm sure you can. During the pandemic, is it, it's a 30-minute YouTube video. I watch, I say I don't play fantasy football, so it frees me up during because because of
0: You got plenty of time in the winter. then. Yes.
1: So what do I do? I watch film on players in the off season to get a feeling for them. And what, what, you know what I do as much as watching them hit or watching them pitch. I watch them talk. I learn a lot about them. You should do that on
0: Twitch and, and stream that. I would watch the shit out of that. Like watching you analyze players. That'd be wonderful.
1: I, I, well, I don't even, my, my sons would be like, Oh dad, Twitch. Yeah. I'm like, what Twitch, what I Twitch, mean,
0: you should Twitch. look into it. I, I'll help you out if you, if you're interested in it, but anyway, right. keep going. I think that'd be just a lot of fun to watch you kind of break down players.
1: There's a 30 minute video of the minor leaguers during the pandemic. And it focused on three players, Paven Smith, Alec Thomas and Corbin Carroll. And them working with, gosh, who was it? It was some, Uh, I forget who their coach was, but he was like this big, gregarious righty who hit home runs and struck out a ton. I forget his name. I'll have to, I guess I'll have to look it up, but basically uh, you get to know these guys and Alec Thomas is a very chill kid. Mm-hmm. The, Corbin Carroll is a very relaxed guy. Like he meditates. I'm telling you, they, he's so quiet. Alec Thomas got a little bit more fun to him. Pavin Smith. There's a sense of kind of like, God, I, I really like, there's a little bit of hesitation with Pavin Smith, but, but it was all about like, we're going to learn more during this season than we would have during the minor leagues. Cause we're just stuck here at the, What I forget what they called it. What do they call it back in the day?
0: Uh, uh the alternate site yeah the
1: alternate site so it was just a video of them for 30 minutes watching them play watching them practice watching them learn stuff and being interviewed i highly recommend it if you want to know about these three guys you'll learn a lot about them just put an arizona diamondbacks uh alternate site and it should come up uh so the thing about Alec thomas is he's a little guy he's, not a big, it. he's he's if you could tweet it out, I guess, or yeah, send, send me a link, I, I'd rewatch it again. Alec Thomas is a, he's got a big smile, he's got a good personality. There's something in me that thinks he might struggle a little bit, to be honest. Okay. Um, That he might have some struggle adjusting a little bit because it's not that big. Uh, but look, upside long term, huge, really good. Upside long term is 20, 20 to 25 home runs. 15 to 20 stolen bases with a 275 average Ooh, that's, that's for incredible. real yeah so like he can play now let's not talk about corbin carroll corbin carroll's upside is obscene corbin Absolutely. carroll Cor- corbin carroll is a future second round pick in fantasy i'm I think saying so it too. now i'm saying it now I'm, I'm probably not the only one saying it but no
0: i i i, I love that call I'm with I, lo- that. I love that kid so much oh you vase me i love him He's, he's so good, and like the only thing, like it's funny because Alec Thomas gets called up, and on our search on graphs Corbin Carroll's trending with him. Like people are looking up Corbin Carroll, like oh yeah, no Alec Thomas, that's cool, but what about Corbin Carroll? And like you said, he's dominating double A. What are the numbers? One eighty one WRC plus. He's hitting three twenty six, four fifty eight, six ninety five. Yeah, with nine homers and eight steals already.
1: That's what I'm and, saying.
0: And. He's a little bit behind schedule cuz of the broken leg. Broken
1: shoulder, I thought it was shoulder. I'm pretty sure. Oh, maybe it was a shoulder, maybe a
0: shoulder. Pardon me. But um yeah, big injury put Corbin Carroll out or else he'd be closer. He'd be, he'd be up. So if I think Corbin he Carroll could Corbin, be up this year. Oh yeah, because Carroll Corbin Carroll
1: where he was going cuz he was picked I think 14th no, 12th, 11th, 16th. 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 Close and time. when when he got picked, everyone was like that's just a great baseball player. Mm -hmm. also like watching the other thing i watch is i watch kids get drafted and watch their faces and watch their families yes and i watch their families
0: react whatever happened to courtney hawkins the guy who did the flip at the uh he flipped out of
1: the he flipped out of the (laughs) game (laughs) because he couldn't hit a baseball poor courtney hawkins
0: but he could do a cool flip (laughs) he could do a cool flip
1: yeah. Uh, no. Okay.
0: So Alec Thomas, what what do you think you're putting on him? Uh, obviously, if he has a big week that changes everything. Let's just yes, say yes, he yes, has yes. a ho hum week where he's hitting like 250, he gets one homer and one steal. And that's, that's not it, bad. If he does I mean, that. would that, be pretty good. That, that'd be pretty let's good. Let's say one homer or one steal. Let's say one steal. One no homers.
1: steal, no homers, 250. Well, let's say I'm going to say he's probably hit. yeah, fine. 250, one steal, 2 RBI and two runs yeah. plays four of the seven games,
0: but gets into two others as a mm-hmm. sub.
1: Okay. Um, I, I, not that much. I mean, 21,
0: I was going to say 40, at the high
1: end well see i i think when you're at that spot it goes 40 for you and when i'm at that spot i call it 21 so it's similar it's similar but if he has a different kind of week and he has one home run and two stolen bases Mm. and he hits 325 then you could because to me it's all about i also here's another little thing i do i look at the box scores and i i try to think of every team's lineup the way the manager does i try to do the lineup the next day so is, uh, you Can learn this in AL. Gonna- yeah, you learn in AL labor. So guy hit a home run yesterday. I'm putting him in the lineup for sure. You know what I mean? Oh, the guy's two days in a row. He hasn't hit. Uh, let's, let's give him the day off. Look and see, if is he in the lineup every day? Does he do yeah. enough to stay in the lineup? Like Edward Olivares, he had earned the right because he and got he was- a... He was batting eighth, and he got two hits. Then they moved him up to sixth. He got two hits. Then they moved. They kept him at sixth for another day. He went one for three. Then they moved him up to one. He got two hits. I was like, he's done. He's there. Yes. What, what, who else are they going to play? Michael Taylor? Michael Taylor can't hit. Michael Taylor can make nice catches in center field. But Michael Taylor can't hit. So True. you know what I mean? That's what I try to do. And, and so I look at Alec Thomas. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, how the week goes. I mean, you can just message me, text me on Saturday. I'll tell you what we're going to... We're probably not going to bid again unless we have some injury problems because our hitting is
0: not our priority. Yeah, your hitting is is so sharp. But um, yeah, I think... You know it is going to depend on the week he has, and I know it's interesting that we're talking about it like that, and we and we're the same type of guys who say small sample and make sure your samples are good, but you don't have time to wait in fantasy pickups these days. So if he has a big week, that will raise the price, whether it's, it's smart or not. You have to pay what the market's going if you want the player, and you have to yep. decide where that cutoff is. Now, obviously, if he has two homers, three steals, plays six yes. out of seven days, that's it. It's over. Like yeah, we're, we're talking then he's going. Electric. Really? I don't well I would just I, never I would I, think if there if there's three steals and two homers I get Three steals yeah.
1: and two homers? Wow, yeah. yeah. And and it's that's not an impossibility. That, no, that is it's not. not impossible. That is not impossible that that would happen.
0: That Although could the only happen. thing that- Works against him this week is they do have six games, three lefties, three righties, and he's a lefty. Yep. So, so that will actually be very key, though, too. If he starts two of those three against lefties, mm-hmm. that would be a big marker in Thomas's favor. But Al- then, Thomas is who we're talking about. But the
1: then way. you got to look at what he does. Exactly. Because if he exactly. goes 0 for 4 and 0 for 4, then he's not going to get that opportunity moving forward. And that's then true. that's got to drop him. Even so though even that's
0: not very fair off of eight, but you're right. It, they will judge harshly off of eight plate appearances if he goes 0 for 4 against two lefties. Yeah. Mm-hmm that's how I it goes you. that's, you how, know, you're, that's you're, how you're darn right you're darn right all right well let's finish up here so who are a couple under the radar guys pitchers and hitters that you've got for us ian
1: okay so in tout last night i lost stroman and dylan floros almost coming back and i've got bard who i picked up off the wire 44 dollars. i should stop telling everybody i bid 44 um daniel bard i got and Edwin, it was the first week, right? And it was like, wait, it looks yeah. like it's gonna be Bard. Maybe it's Bard. Is it Column? Is it Bard? Yep. Screw it. I'm doing 44 on Bard. Everyone all right, Bard. A.
0: Everyone I went went Bard Column. Right,
1: Colum yeah, you were I, smart. I, I don't know. I was lucky. I was lucky on that one.
0: No, we like that was but a, why did we all remove and I say we as like the general fantasy community, why did we remove Bard from that job when all he did was get 20 saves? I mean, he had a 521 ERA, I get it, but like Yeah, he had Colum a bad,
1: whatever. it was a really bad August and September or It was tough. So It was was, tough. That's why. I mean, and and they went and they got, they went and got Column. They got a guy, but then the, the manager said, I want a guy who strikes people out in that
0: spot. And I was like, Oh, there you go. This is
1: not going to be calling All right. Well, I mean, there's that other guy. Well, you've got nine
0: saves for $44. That's amazing.
1: So far. I mean, and picked him up as many places as I could and he was available. So it's worked out pretty well. I don't think we have, we don't have him in the main, um, we don't have him in the main. So uh, the pickups, though. So last minute, Strowman hurt. I picked yeah, up, meantime. and I don't know if it's going to work. I have Libertori down there. He was my uh, Ooh, he was my yeah. last he was my last reserve pick in NL Tout, and I Matthew Libertori from felt, the Cardinals. Baby. Yeah, so he's stashed right now. You only have four spots in in Tout Wars, four reserve spots. Um. I picked up Luis Garcia first, first, not the pitcher. I picked up Luis Garcia for $11 out of 1000 You have That's to play way. him for the week in Washington because yes. I think he's going to be the shortstop for the Washington Nationals. They, they're he's working him.
0: rushing in AAA.
1: Yep. And they're working him at shortstop because they're not going to take Cesar Hernandez's job away, nope. but they are going to take Alcides Escobar's job away. Finally. And so I. Put him in there for 11 bucks. I'm like, you know what? I'll take a zero for the week if I can have because if Garcia comes up with such a small waiver wire, oh God, yeah, he's gonna go for 180. So I rather for sure save that cash a bit 11. And I got a nice, I'm in a good position. So, like, I'm like top of the league in runs. The the one spot I'm struggling in is wins, uh, is wins ERA and whip. That's the one, like, because saves is good. Uh, but the, the four, the other four pitching categories are a struggle. So I invested in Cade Cavalli.
0: Oh, another Washington, that big time. Yeah.
1: And then team. traded for Patrick Corbin. This was not intentional uh, <laughs> though. I did play George Washington of the Watt. Anyway, I was um, going to
0: say, yeah, got a Washington
1: ties, yeah, I did Cade Cavalli because I looked at James's list and I was like, who's coming up in 2022 cavalli has got a knee, but everyone's going crazy for him. He's just doing ridiculous. I can definitely see him getting that cup of coffee, and maybe mm. if he comes up in July, I can get a couple of good months out of him. And an NL only that can make a big difference. So I'll just take instead of putting in Tanner Dylan Floro for half a week that he might get me a save, I'll just take the zero, which I don't. I I, I don't typically suggest doing that except in an only league. But I have some buffer, right? I've got some buffer, so I I, I took that. Those are the two guys: Luis Garcia, Cade Cavalli, uh, Matthew Libertori. I do think is coming up. And then I think so too for St. Louis. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna. I think he's the Jordan, next one up, I think. For and sure. I think for Jordan Hicks, I th- it just makes a lot more sense. Throw Jordan Hicks into the Spencer Strider spot where you come in to pitch yes. two, three innings. I don't know? know
0: why they're trying to recommit him to starting. I think he should be a two to five inning guy, depending on how efficient he is after. Uh, after a starter, I totally agree with that. On, so, on Jordan if, if
1: that's what happens, then Matthew Libertori. I don't, I'm not recommending him in a 12 team. That's not, no, no, not in a 12 That's team. a
0: watch list in a 12 teamer.
1: Yeah. But, but in a 15 team, I'm, you know, I'm picking up Max Mayer and Grayson Rodriguez right now still. Oh,
0: I'm so in on them. Now, you can't pick them up in the main event unless they were picked, drafted, and cut. Um, that's what creates those fabaapaulos. but a lot of leagues have open rules. and Max Meyer is already in the stash zone. and Absolutely. depending on where you are in a twelve, I could see it in a twelve. But you have to be comfortable enough to get a minor league stash in a twelve. like that's that's a certain level that you have to be at there. That's not for any old team to just stash Max Meyer in a twelve, but I love that guy. That's and how much? How long can they go with Eliezer Hernandez? I'm just not an Eliezer guy with his homers.
1: I just, he's given up too much. But then there's the other guy, I can't think of his name. God, I'm getting old. Uh, The other young guy. No, well,
0: Yuri Perez. What what team? Oh my God.
1: Same team. Same team. Uh, Edward Cabrera. Edward Edward Cabrera. Yeah. He's on the
0: 40. That's the tough
1: part. He looked good the other day. Six, uh, I think six innings five strikeouts, no runs, or it was five innings, six strikeouts, no runs. But okay. he, that's nasty stuff too.
0: Those no, Marlins. He, health Ooh. is his only concern. Yeah, he went five innings of scoreless ball, six, six? strikeouts, yeah, one walk, right. and three hits allowed for Edward Cabrera. And he's on the 40, whereas Max Meyer isn't. Now, one thing I will say about that, while I love to keep track of that stuff, if their 40 isn't full, that's less of a big deal. And the Marlins have two spots on their 40 man. So that's no which, deal. The so studio. yeah so meyer can come up just as easily as cabrera so it's not an advantage yeah. so don't let that be the reason that you don't go for meyer because they can make an easy move for him when they're ready to bring him
1: up. i mean and they he, that team is exciting that team i love is exciting. them i'm
0: actually doing an otp with them um on my youtube channel trying to build up this team with their pitching now how do you like this i traded pablo lopez and a and a mediocre pitching prospect for kyle tucker Ooh, I, 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 I think they need a Zach gallon for gestures. I think they need another deal like that. There's, There's a guy so coming.
1: Pitching. If you're going to OTP it down a few years, I don't no, know I what OTP says about the guy, but Khalil Watson, man.
0: Oh, I got Watson. He's a big time prospect. Yeah. They tried to get oh, him in another so deal. Good. I did. And I I held off on that. So yeah, I don't want to nerd out too much on that, but I, I love it. It teaches you so much about the game and how to like how teams run themselves. One last thing. I'll get you out on this. Adley Rutschman, you brought him up early. You briefly mentioned him. When is Adley yeah. going to come up? What, when are we going to see Adley uh, making some noise?
1: You could see him in a week or two. I mean, I, I, I they, there was an article that just came out basically with a manager saying how excited he is to have him. I mean, I think he's up soon. I think he's up like really quick, and I think he'll do well. I mean, I don't think he's going to set the world on fire, but if he happens to be available in a two-catcher league, he's an obvious pickup almost take Rutchman there in a 12 team one catcher league
0: but if you cut Narvaez to take the shot on Rutchman and hope that he's he's something big i would be down with that for sure so yeah um, i mean all right well that's that's gonna wrap us up oh go ahead go ahead i'm sorry
1: no no you're good you're good it's a perfect wrap okay i I, I
0: didn't mean to preemptively finish um ian it was great speaking with you all right buddy good
1: talking to you as always